he's stuffing his mouth. <laughs> That's not. What the hell? How you doing? Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits, Sunny Santa Cruz. Stress not the Bronx. Yeah, this ain't the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the garage tonight, we have... Tonight in the garage, this is Liza. Running the board tonight, we have Zach. Still exist. <laughs> Back in the corner, we have Kat. Hello. And Adrian. Hello. Uh, next to me, I got Knock. Hey, hey. Hi. <laughs> Jake's in the Ivy. back there doing vertical video. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> vertical video? No, I didn't approve that. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh, well, all right, whatever. Next to knock, we knock have just torpedoed it. Doug. <laughs> I'm here. On the couch tonight, we have Yuri. Hey. And we got next to Yuri, we got Michelle. Hello. Next to Michelle, we got Jim. Hey. Bagel. Hello there. Charlie. Hello. He's I don't the, know if you can hear me, but hi. Charlie's in the peanut gallery. <laughs> we got Mike. Hey, how you doing? And yes, Jake in the background doing a school project. Hi. Doing vertical video. Uh, What's the vertical? All right. And, and wrangling Bosley. It can fix it in post. I'm actually surprised yeah. we have a drone in here by now. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Just auto hovering, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Why didn't we get... Um, yeah, we could get Zoe to bring one down. Exactly. Zoe would be like, oh, I'll have one there not tomorrow. <laughs> we could do that. An autonomous video drone. So um, let's say I wanted to get real quickly to what we did uh, this weekend. And I first wanted to start with... A, one of my favorite moments of the weekend, which was yesterday I was working on the DRZ 400 that I've been having trouble with the carb cleaning. And I finally figured it out and got it clean and got it started and it was running and it was idling. And I was like, yes. To get a new bike. And at the same time, Jim, who's been working on the XR 350R, got it started and running. Yeah. And we were both having this. <laughs> and then just as we're doing like the high fives, well, here rolls up Mary and Mike and Charlie. Mary on her new bike that she finally did her maiden voyage and rode it over to the garage. And I'm just like, it was awesome. It was fun. <laughs> it was just an awesome moment of triumphs for different reasons. Mm. And I liked that. I just wanted to share. Um, who so else? what was the problem with your carb? The carburetor? Mm-hmm. Um, it was the, 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 the idle jet, the pilot circuit. Um, I had been, I took all the jets out and was using carb cleaner and compressed air to blow it out. But what I didn't realize is that that idle jet had three different passages that air, because you have air coming in, going out, and sucking gas. So I was blowing in one hole and it was yeah. <laughs> avoiding the block and just shooting out the second hole. So then I finally went back in and it would plug up one hole with my finger leave that comment oh, of on course the floor. you do. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the full setup here you just yeah. used one finger you got two more <laughs> and uh and got it to blow out whatever was so you, was you clogging it you finger bagged the carb i did <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it blew out and spread it in your I, face I, I, Horrible. at least, it was, a, at no least it was a flat side so it's a it's a sexy carb it is a sexy it is yeah. a very sexy carb <laughs> so yeah so i got it running and that was happy uh, who else got anything done in the garage today or this weekend? I did. 
Yeah. Go yeah. ahead, Bigel. Yep, I uh, brought my uh, GTS 300 in, which I finally got uh, back back together, and took care of a couple little tasks that needed new uh, kickstand spring, uh, crankcase breather, and uh, deglazing the rear brakes, and realized after I got it all back together that I forgot to put the gasket in for the crankcase breather, so I have to go and tear it all down again at home. And which is good news because uh, last we checked, you were outnumbered by non-running bikes to running bikes. Yes. But I wanted to take a I moment. St- I still am, but it's just less so. Um, we came up with an interesting technique. Uh, for some reason, on your center stand, it's got a double spring, an inner and an outer. Yes, it does. This is annoying. <clears throat> yes. Because once you got the outer spring hooked, the inner spring was getting caught as you're trying to pull it down. Yeah, it was. It was like kind of binding on the on the outer spring and as I was trying to pull it and I couldn't get it down far enough to get it onto the the uh, the catch where the hook, the hook goes on to so uh, Liza came up with a brilliant idea of putting a screw in the end of a 2x4 and wrap a loop of wire around the screw which then will attach to the bottom of the spring and use that as a big ass lever to pull yeah, the spring down. Yeah, it's like down. a three-foot two-by-four. It just became a foot lever. Yep. So I had Zach stand on the on the two-by-four. That pulled the spring down, and I just kind of guided it on to the, uh, the catch with the spring nice. hooks. And that easy works. peasy. Those there are my favorite go. things when yep. you get to yeah. make up tools at a stand. And you wore safety glasses during this, right? <laughs> In, well, I just wear my regular glasses. But it seemed to keep kept me stay, safe enough. What, safety, what are those? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Safety, safety third, glasses. Liza. <laughs> so Living on the edge. Ninja has their motor crawl goggles come back into my life again. Yes. Um, it's, it's like a, a well, James was going to buy it, and then he, you know, he backed out for good reasons. Can we name that bike the Boomerang? No, it's already got a name. Uh, Which bike? <laughs> So it's been running like crap. Herpes? And, uh, <laughs> so on, I think Wednesday, Kat and I were here working on it, and uh, I was it was idling without the gas tank on. We had it hooked up to the IV, and I was spraying carb clean around the uh, carburetor to see if it was an air leak or something. All of a sudden, the thing fucking goes up in flames. <laughs> and I look up at Kat, and she can't see it, and I'm like, it's on fire. And she's like, <laughs> like, no, it's on fire. So I run inside and grab the degreaser here. Oh, so it stayed uh, on fire. It stayed on fire. And by the time I actually found something, because I knew the fire extinguishers were probably duds. Well, and most of no, the shit actually, around went here, over by the well, council. I didn't know that until after the fact. And so, most of the stuff around here will burst into flames. I Pretty grabbed much anything with an I arm grabbed non flammable liquid, ran back out there. And by that time, the fire had died. It was just burning the fumes. Nothing. By, by that time, the rag that I had beat the fire with killed it. <laughs> <laughs> like, as soon as it started going up, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the damn thing out so it's okay um we realized that it was the a cylinder four had a, a faulty um spark plug cable uh insulation so it was grounding out on top of the engine which caught the carb cleaner and so that's how we found that yeah and now uh, i fixed that problem and the bike runs really well now so yeah except for a little hanging idle issue so i think i'm gonna keep it so the that's, key is you got to catch the bike on yeah, fire. Yeah, that's a great catch way. The bike. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you find the good and the bad, right? So. Yeah, it worked with the DRZ. It worked with both my bikes. I'm just yeah. saying. Would you please sell that troll pipe that came with it? Nope. Ah, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> nope. I fucking hate that thing. You just <laughs> rock. <run. laughs> <laughs> All day, every day. All goddamn day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, so yeah, that was that was my big triumph for the weekend. 
Kat, what'd you get done today? Uh, I cleaned the whole goddamn floor. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Okay. The whole goddamn floor. Um, I pulled all the things up off the floor, and if you haven't seen the floor, you would will not understand. No, we hadn't the, seen the floor because it was yeah. filthy No one's hell. seen the floor well, since the floor went in. There's you were these, vacuuming uh, piles of dirt with a shop vac. I, I was like, why don't you just use a goddamn pan? I had been like, using a broom for two and a half hours when you came in to be like, mm, just scoop it up, and I'm like, no, this fucking, no. <laughs> I don't think I saw Nock uh, pick too much up besides a Modelo today. Because you're a guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me on that part. But <laughs> I totally swept after everybody was gone enjoying the sunset or whatever there he, was. He was uh, he was being cool. the foreman, you know? Yeah. 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 I like actually, he put all do. the stuff back in afterwards. Yeah. So well, that's yeah, good. Cat, Cat gets star of the day award because yeah, as when everyone her. showed up today, I said, "All right, today's shop cleaning day. I'm asking everyone to spend 15 minutes cleaning something." And then Cat turned her 15 minutes <laughs> into hours. I also bled my brakes this morning. For the record, I did something motorcycle related. Oh, good. But yeah, I feel I really appreciate everyone who pitched in because everything got clean. Like. Uh, yeah, Jim and Charlie did under the workbench, which hasn't been cleaned in eight years. Wow. So you Mm. you evicted the family of possums down there? There were like 74 condoms under there. (laughs) (laughs) Used? Yeah, but how many were used? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, missing tools were found during the clean. Sockets, little drivers. And yeah, Jim came back with a... With the wrench today. Mm. Did you find the 12 oh, extensions that are missing? No, 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 no <laughs> but Mike brought us some. A new oh. set to replace the set. <laughs> that I brought <laughs> to replace the missing set, yeah. Yes. Michelle, does this seem like a nightmare letting people just use your tools? Oh, it's horrible. That's just the worst <laughs> possible thing. It's like, hey, what is this fingerprint on my Snap-on tool, man? This is bullshit. <laughs> Snap-on? <laughs> I've heard of such a brand. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Who else got anything? We have Snap that? tools oh. here. They just snap. They yeah, snap. They snap. <laughs> snap off. Snap yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> then use a two-by-four with a screw yeah. into it. Yeah. It's all Pakistan style. Yeah. Adrian, did you get your project done? Yes, I finally did. Um, after much cursing <laughs> and everything else, I got a center stand on the Terra. Awesome. Nice. nice. Do you want to explain why it failed last week? Um, yes, because I lost the instructions about a year and a half ago. So it was all a, hmm, this looks right. Oh, wait, no, it isn't. Oh, wait, this maybe. Um, it turned out that what I thought was the pivot point was actually the lock mechanism. So I thought um, where the center stand actually turned and rotated, there's a little bit of metal, and it turned out that that's actually where the little cup of the center stand hooks into when it comes up. Mm, cool. uh, and that, you know, the pivot point is actually got a screw with threads in it. So, Yeah, so when Adrian put the center stand on the bike last week and then kicked it up onto the center stand, it just went... Kept going. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it kept going. Um, the reason this has been all such a massive pain is that, well, I did lose the instructions, but um, that forced that... If people have heard me talk about the turret before, it's got that... Um, wedged in bolt on the um, foot pegs mm. that um, we still didn't manage to extract. We finally just said fuck it and ground it and tapped it and dyed it or you know, tapped a new bolt of smaller diameter into the existing bolt. Cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it, it was a, it was another great day today weather wise. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, it was Loving warm. It. I got some shit done. Yep. What'd you get you done? You did some shit done. I got a uh, um, new gri- uh, new, new clutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I was going to say you put your clutch lever cable back on the yeah. natural bridges. Yes, I did that too. Yeah. Is it an orange cable? No, it's through a thick cruiser. It was chrome. Oh, damn. <laughs> Dude, how, how many how many sets of levers have you been through this year? Uh, like five, <laughs> five. I got another set up there though. If anybody wants them, yeah. So you did uh, the clutch lever and what else? Clutch lever and, and brake with a new master cylinder for the uh, V Star Chrome. The thing's stopping okay. I mean, it's working good. Well, it's, it stopped real good when the fucking clutch lever fell out and the, uh, and the fucking bike died. <laughs> so that happened. But no, I put him on the adjustable clutch lever and uh, and brake because Mary was riding the uh, the 650, and then before we decided to get her her own bike, I figured I could make it a little bit easier for her to grab the handle. Yeah, you want to say what kind of bike uh, you got, Mary? She's got the G Zeus 250. The Jizzer. The Jizzer. The Jizzer. Yeah. The Jizzer 250. GZ 250. Yeah. So the great my assessment of that bike is that it's um it's a very plain bike with no style little cruiser which compared to a rebel 250 i think the rebel 250 has styling that makes it look trashy and that this bike is so plain looking in the styling that it actually looks better yeah 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 i think so it's stylish because it's got no styles that what you're saying it's more stylish than a negative style it was perfect i haven't gotten working on it yet so don't don't fucking hold so it's it's actually (laughs) you've been doing purple what is she or you've been doing orange what is she gonna do purple yeah Uh, i'll find something if it's purple it's gonna be called um prince bike formerly known as jesus (laughs) <laughs> um, I have to say the GZ250 has never really been on my radar, and, and we always talk about the Rebel 250, but I think I'll recommend that now. Well, what did you yeah. think about the ride on it? It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It actually feels like a bigger bike. It's a lot better than the Nighthawk. That's what I thought. It has like, like It's almost like there's a little more horsepower in the GZ than the Nighthawk, even though they're both 250 inches. Could be the gearing, too. Does, does it have a front disc? <laughs> yeah, it's a front disc. And, oh, that's great. Uh, and the back one's um, drum brake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the Nighthawk has has drums on both, and its braking is real sketchy. It's good that it has a disc. Yeah. Yeah. See, I sent Mary to go and check it out first because even though she doesn't know anything about bikes, she'll she she could talk a starving dog out of a bone, you know. <laughs> so she, she did work them over too, like on a windscreen oh yeah, or something. She, she held them up and worked the ribs. The <laughs> she, she fucking got it. Nice. Yeah, she's good. So yeah, she went over and, and checked it out, and uh, the the two bikes she was looking at were one was. You know, 9,000 miles, and the, the person never maintained it, so let's say they had to rebuild the entire top end, and they wanted 1,700 for it. And then uh, the one she looked at, the guy, it had 8,000 miles, and it had all the service on it, and it was cleaner, and he wanted 21, but she talked him down to 18. Oh, it's a good deal. Yeah. I think so. Uh, and I drove it, it home was, over the 17. It was, uh, is it, it, the reg is expired, or do you have new tags for it? Or Yeah, she's going to go on Thursday to do it. So you it's got, owed some back reg then, huh? She's riding dirty. Four months. Well, you know, with that money, um, it's the resale is probably around the same amount, too. I mean, so you'll mm-hmm. get if, a good amount if we, of it. If I lost $300 on it, I I could care less. You know what I yeah. mean? If she, if she got four or five months of good riding out of it, then I'm, I'm happy. That's the main thing is that it's she like has a good time on good, it for, yeah. good, for good time. For and the, the back red shouldn't be too much. 
I had back in the shadow when I registered it, and it, it wasn't too much. Yeah, it sounds like it's not even a year. Yeah, so. not even a year. <laughs> okay, and it doesn't weigh 420 pounds. Michelle and Yuri, your job is the dog wrangler. So he sits on the chair between you. So see if you can get him up there. He's not ready yet. Bosley, he's still looking for food on yeah. the ground. Yeah. It's too clean in here. Yeah. Oh, look, he can't, he thinks there's he can't food find now. anything. He's like, somebody clean the floor. You better yeah. introduce. Wow, he did so good. So Yuri knows your job is if he snores, poke him. <laughs> You're going to use a norm up to swatter. Yeah. <laughs> Water's ice cold. Hey, um, we got some really great emails. I wanted to read a couple of them. Um, the first one, um, we got this uh, email from Ted who said, Hey, guys, I had a chance to listen to a few of your shows. You all sound like a wacky bunch, and you're certainly having fun. I hate it here. Wacky. This life sucks. <laughs> PGS. That's uh. funny. <laughs> Pretty yeah, girl geez. syndrome. Some it, people here. It can be oh, pretty yeah. guy syndrome too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. True. We donut. decided that Donut has pretty girl syndrome. <laughs> oh, totally. Um, oh, totally. Yeah. So he said, PGS. That's funny. I know a few women like that. To men, a pretty face is like kryptonite, and we fold like a cheap suit. So um, that's actually <laughs> Ted. He's the host of a newer podcast I checked out called Motorcycle Men. Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Cool. And you can find them at MotorcycleMen.us. And, uh, don't want to know where my brain is going with that one. <laughs> oh, I know. No, I, you're bunch right. Of, I bunch don't. of bears. Yeah. No, I think it's Tom of Finland. Yeah, so, yeah, I listen to some of his podcasts. It's pretty good. So check that out. They're a little more Harley-centric, but they're covering everything. They seem like good guys. Kat, you got something to read? Uh, yeah, I've got Up the Butt Bike and Christmas Presents. <gasps> Um, this Tell is from thing. Michael, and he says, Hey there, Misfits. Prior to taking an MSF course this past March, I had never been on anything with two wheels other than a bicycle. Shortly after taking the course, I purchased my first bike, which is a 2013 Honda CB500F. Good. This has been a perfect starter bike. I put on a few thousand miles this past summer, and it would have been more, but in June, my wife and I had our first baby. Congratulations. 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 And he says that consumed all of his free time. It happens. Like it does. Yeah. Um, eventually, I plan on purchasing a larger bike, and right now, I really like the BMW S1000XR. <laughs> However, this is not my up-the-butt bike. <laughs> I have been listening for a few months now, and I am surprised no We're one so has, sorry. <laughs> has ever said the Motus MSTR. Yep. That thing is sexy, and it is American-built with a V4 baby block. So, what do I want for Christmas? I want a uh, Helite or Helite personal airbag. Yeah. Um, is that the thing you wear? Yeah, yes. it's like a vest that you yeah. put on, and it explodes and into an airbag on impact. Yeah, personal mm. airbag system. They're pretty cool. It's expensive, yeah, but expensive. you can repack and reuse them and reload it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't really? know that. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. got a CO2 cartridge in it, and um, I think that one's got accelerometers or something. Oh, and it's done yeah. with CO2 it instead of powder. Back. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. So it's For those constant crashers. And the re- yeah. I, I, think, <laughs> I think in reply, the reason nobody's mentioned the Modus, I think it's a cool bike, and I want to support American bikes, but I think for what you're getting, it's priced too high. Hmm. So it's like, but then again, if you're not paying cash for it. Yeah, it's true. If you're just, <laughs> American uh, way or credit. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, they look the other cool. American way. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. He says that yeah, they're uh, very cool. while motorcycling is inherently dangerous, I try to take every safety precaution I can, talking about the vest. These vests may look a little nerdy, but I don't care. Yeah. You go, girl. Um, <laughs> if guys ever, if you guys ever get time, you should check out that this video by a guy named Nuttin Fancy. Yeah, I checked it out. He said uh, he shares it with people 
when they ask why I ride or tell me I'm crazy for riding when I have a young family. I hate that shit. Yeah, it's it's a couple guys sitting there and talking about why this is their passion, why they ride, just explaining to people. Is it a how video? Means. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they did yeah. it in the garage with their bikes okay. behind them and just kind of explaining to the non-riders. Were there grinders going in the it. background with sparks and shit all lively <laughs> lit? <laughs> <laughs> Burnouts. Yeah. That's definitely yep. a good topic to touch on because when people look at me with the blank expression after saying like, "Well, why do you why do you do that?" Uh, because you don't. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like because yeah. I like to and it's it's such an empty answer when I just say, "Well, this is this is it." Like that's that's why. It's plain and simple. I tell people it's like flying. And magic. Yeah. Yo, I gotta I, say something magic. about this fucking modus. It, I don't know, man. It, it kind of looks like that the Africa twin in the front a little bit, huh? with like a KTM front. Yeah, what? I know what you're talking. Yeah, I yeah. Look at it. it. It's got that that fucking that that schnabel. Yeah, that's right. Doug, you remember Schnabel. we saw the modus years ago at the racetrack? Sure. <laughs> and it kind of looks like Jim's bike. I can't bike remember what I did last week. With like a KTM frame and like Jim's bike. And, and yeah, it is a like cool bike. They're doing the test rides are out here. I think too. it's about 35000 <sighs> Ouch. It's, it's got 35000 Damn, that's when, a lot of money. I could buy, buy 35 bike. dirt bikes with that. But it's, <laughs> right. it's got a nice back end. Look at the, the Modus naked though with the chop pipes coming straight yeah. down. That's fucking bad. Does that have a V4 motor? It's, it's almost got a push rod engine, baby. Ducati esque frame too. Look at the monster version. That's showing. That's nice. That thing looks mean. Adrian, what you got? That's a mean one. So, I've got a one from Mark Adams. He's saying, "Had a great time at Thunder Hill with Z2 track days. Really recommend track time for new riders such as myself. Took the Rider 2.0 based on what I heard from York podcast. Yeah. Wow." People listen to us. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> then saved a little scratch for a set of leathers to do some track time. Those Z2 structures are a great resource for anybody looking to improve. Can't say enough good things about them. Awesome to hear. I'll pass that along. He doesn't have anything good yeah. to say about uh, Antonio. Yeah, we'll, we'll let Antonio know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll pass that on. Uh, yeah, Antonio was there. Ah. Unfortunately, now I need to save some more for a dedicated track bike. Yes. Aha, track hooked. rhymes with crack. Hooked. <laughs> <laughs> Smack that arm. Yep. Uh, so my daily commuter still runs on Mondays if I crash on Sunday. Very good. I uh, also think if you can ride on Monday. Yes. Um, met Megan, waiting to re- meet the rest of the crew someday. Cool. Yay. Cool. Yeah, come on down a little further south. <clears throat> so, Douglas. Uh, yeah, uh, this one is titled uh, Porn Pick Worth It. This is from Joshua. Says greetings, misfits. Just sent you one of my porn pics. I'm considering flipping here in, uh, in North Carolina. What do Is you guys think? Ivy growing through it. Pass what? out some of those yeah, sheets. I'm no, getting Carolina. to it. It's kudzu. Kudzu. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? What may be the cause of the throttle sticking, and what may be the fix? You guys are awesome, and I appreciate what you guys do for our community. Keep the rubber side down, Joshua. Uh, attached is a picture of. Uh, what the heck is this thing again? Oh, Just pass one of those so, down. Yeah, I see. One <clears throat> this is an FC1, a 2005 FC1, need sold ASAP, $1,500. Uh, it says, selling the bike, one problem, and that is the throttle is stuck in a downward position, so it revs up really high. Oh, man, that's easy. That? Um, yeah, that should be an so easy fix. So instead of doing a porn pick of the week, we're, this is it. This is our porn pick of the week, so should he buy this Should bike? be an easy fix. Buy that Wait, where's bike? the intro? And uh, buy yourself a $6 can of throttle cable loop. Maybe. And that little yeah. fitting thing you put on there. So yeah. what does that mean? It's Take stuck it in a downward position. So I think it's really open throttle. Open throttle. I think it means whiskey throttle. Do you think throttles. that's um, a frayed cable? 
I'm Could afraid be. Could maybe, 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 maybe the cable just fell out of the uh, out of the uh, the groof it, and just like it could sitting also, next to it. Yeah. It could also just be the cables are routed incorrectly. Yeah. yeah, tell them to open the I fucking don't know. thing up and look. A 2005 VF1 for a 1500 seems too good to be true. Yeah, yeah. it does. I mean, so, this thing, but it, there, I don't see scratches. I don't see the left. Oh, no, it's the left side. So um, the only thing is like getting to the carbs is a bitch on those bikes. But so what's the title say, Yuri, of that ad? Camp Johnson? No, the title says need sold ASAP. Yes. So for fifteen. Oh wait, Camp Johnson. Maybe um, the price is low because of that. Hey, well, show okay, me the is, title. Is, yeah. camp, is Camp Johnson yeah. a military camp? I don't know. I don't know. Because I mean, it could be. It could be a base bike that somebody's trying to get. Uh, it probably. Oh is. And yeah, and it could be uh, rallied to hell. And there's uh, nineteen thousand yeah. miles on it. Uh, so yeah, it sounds too so good to be true, but like, it could be somebody who doesn't have any basic mechanical skills yeah. yep. and can't figure out what the problem is. Joshua, go for it, dude. And nothing yeah. ventured, nothing gained. 19,000 yeah. 19, miles, that's not even the first valve inspection from what I understand. From yeah, it's probably 26,000. Yeah, 26 or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like 32. And, and which state is this in? Yeah. North Carolina. North Carolina. Carolina. Sounds like a hell of a buy, and I think he, was wanting, he said he's wanting to flip it. Yeah, that's what he says. I'd do it. Keep it as a track bike, dude. <laughs> yeah, we know someone looking for one. Yes, Camp, <laughs> Camp, yeah, Camp Johnson is a Marine Corps base. Okay, it's a base bike then. Yeah. Yep. So, so buy it, flip it. Other than the stuck throttle, or that sounds mechanical as opposed to like a sensor. So. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it could yeah. just be. It just could, could just be a kinked cable too. Yeah. Well, I've I've had a couple mm-hmm. of my bikes where I routed the cables kind of incorrectly, incorrectly. The th- yeah. Is that is that so? Is that injected or is that? It's that's injected. Year? Is that injected. Is carbed? No, I thought it was injected. It's what year is it? I mean, oh, five? It, most things after oh, uh, yeah, five, three, and four. That would be fuel injected. Five, yeah, probably fuel injected. Oh, what does Michelle think? Yeah, let's ask the, uh, let's ask the person who actually I, I, knows I, what they're doing. I think that that cable is not lubed. It's pinched. You know, people just don't know anything about bikes. They don't know about free play and how things ha- need to move easily. And it, it'd probably take five minutes to fix that thing. Sounds like the cable. Uh, yet again, on my um, CB750 Rat bike, I had a similar problem where it was just revving high, and it was a chunk of road something got caught in the throttle mechanism. Oh, is this the one years ago <laughs> yeah. where it took off on Jennifer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I found a piece of, like, glass or something stuck What? In it. Huh. Yeah, That's in the bizarre. mechanism. So it could be something like that. But it, yeah. to me, it sounds something mechanical, which should have no expense uh, involved. Yeah, once they dry out, I mean, you're, you're done. You, you need to get the drag to go away, and, and you need to use lubrication, and you, you need to service those things. So, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we're saying get that bike, but buyer beware. It's a little too good of a price. Uh, I think it's somebody going on deployment, or, you know, it's the base bike. Make, if it's the base bike, uh-huh. it's been passed around, make sure you have current title. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, as yeah. Yuri said, let me see the title. Um, uh, not really email related, but I did I did chat someone up on Facebook the other night. Christopher, just wanted mm-hmm. to give a shout out to Christopher in Oakland. Thanks for listening and uh, come down and meet us, man. Yeah. I had yeah. one more thing on uh, the North Carolina bike. When you're selling it, put the right side mirror back on. It's bugging, <laughs> it's bugging the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. If the right side mirror is off, that means it's been down. That's why the throttle's sticking. Yeah, that's why that's the throttle's sticking. It might no be dirt in there. The throttle assembly yep. on yeah. maybe the bar end or something. Yeah, and dirt yeah. goes in the handlebars. And yeah. 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 Or, if, up. or if the bar end is bent, it could just be binding on the, the throttle yeah. tube. Yeah, I don't know about a dirt bike. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, still, there's it, nothing on the pipe, though, so I'm not sure about crash. Still, it should, it should take nothing to fix it. Yeah, it's still yeah. It's a minor, minor fix. 
Well, let's get to our special guest here tonight. Now, you recognize uh, the name Yuri, who's come come around before, but Yuri, you're just here to be one of us, just a misfit, somebody who knows all the right questions, I'm hoping, because <laughs> sitting next to Yuri, we have Michelle DeSalvo. So, Michelle, thank you for coming tonight. I put out the word uh, a couple months ago. I said, you know what? I, we've done a chickasode, but I want to do the badass chickasode. I want to find chicks who can ride, do everything better than dudes. The kind of chick who intimidates dudes because she's so much better. Did you hear that, Yuri? Not somebody who's good for a girl. <laughs> did, I, did I hear it? I've seen it. <laughs> Go by and disappear. <laughs> you guys gonna race and, yeah, there's the this 12-year-old at, uh, at Hollister that just blew us all by. <laughs> yeah, and Michelle, your name came up a couple times. So I thought instead of having a bunch of women in we're all badass. I, I, when I read your bio, I was like, <laughs> I think we got enough right here. This one chick <laughs> can do everything. So let's just get a quick bio. How long have you been writing? Since 1985. About nine years old. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah, entitled little brat growing up. Yeah. Well, dad. It gets better than that, I think. Your jealousy is showing there. Lucky. It gets better than that. So yeah, so your dad raced. Um, what did you start out riding? I had a little XR80 when I was... Actually, before that, I had a uh, TM125, <laughs> a little Suzuki, and it was... It blew up. You could set your watch every three days, it would blow up. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was consistent, right? Yeah, it, it was amazing. Is that the bike or the way you rode it? It was a bike. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how did you get into racing? Because you started that pretty young. Yeah, I, I went to a race in Monterey... <clears throat> And my dad took me, and I'm just like, oh, I, I can beat those guys. Let me out there. You know, I was just like, let's, let's go. Yeah, let's nice. do it. And nice. and then he, he's like, no. <laughs> 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 you know, he, he made me practice, and he, he showed me some techniques because he also raced flat track. And yeah. eventually, he, he let me get let me get out there, and I, I just ate it up. When, when, did, uh, when did he let you go out there? What time when you, at what age did you say, like a couple 85. Years? Okay. 85. Okay. Do you want to say the age? Or should I read it off of your bio here? Which age? Well, it says, now we began then. racing American flat track at age 11, holding a local racing license. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Okay. That's I don't want to say what I was doing at 11. <laughs> yeah, I mean, either. That'd be shameful. It's totally shameful. Yep. Because you still do it now, and it's shameful. Yes. It says here, <laughs> at the age of 15, you were doing the uh, 500cc flat track series champion. Yep. Okay. Champion. And then it just goes on uh, and on. You want to rattle off just some out of your... Just out of curiosity, 500cc two-stroke, oh, four-stroke? Uh, four-stroke, TT500. Okay. Nice. Rattle off uh, some of your accomplishments here, oh, titles. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, we, we've got time. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of them all. You probably got them on your list. Yeah, um, yeah I, let's see. I turned pro at age 18. Yep. 1991. Um, pro flat track race the GNC Grand National Flat Track Series for from 98 to 01 and briefly in 03 earned a national number won a couple of races what what were you racing in that period Uh, that would be Harley Davidson 883 (laughs) for all you people that love sportsters (laughs) flying pigs yeah hey it was 
like 450 pounds and and 60 horsepower at first and it was just like centrifugal force would not hold it up you had to like put your leg on the ground so the bike wouldn't fall in the dirt such a turd (laughs) so you mentioned it at first so what sort of things did you do to that then uh, they're just. I, I worked with a guy that just knew everything about Harley's, and you want to say who that is? That that was Bob White. He's out of Modesto Harley, and he was just a Harley guru. He mm-hmm. ended up taking me under his wing and and training me in the shop. I I started working there about '98, and he just put me in the machine shop and showed me everything I wanted to know. So I want to establish. You're not racing in like women's class, right? No. You're just racing. Yeah, when I was growing up, there wasn't a women, so exactly. <laughs> I was on my own with that deal. And you have a big brother, you said? Yes, I do. Did he race also? Uh, not not as much as me. I mean, I, I kind of think I was more of the son in the family because I was <laughs> doing a lot more with the motorcycles and mechanically. And, and my brother, he was he was more into music at the time, and, yeah. and I was just like the mechanical Do you have the, the no fear gene? Yeah, to a point. <laughs> <laughs> No nice. hesitation there. Yeah. Nice. So, um, one of the questions we had, um, oh, we we could keep rattling off. Hold on, you've done more. Keep saying. Keep yeah, going. we're just up what to eighteen here. You know. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, no, no, we're up more we're, than that. Yeah, we're. So after the GNC thing, I, I um, actually ended up running out of money with that, and I just couldn't afford to do it. Uh, I ended up racing supermoto. You mean there's no money in racing? <laughs> yeah, only only spending. Well, do you know yeah. how to make a small yeah. fortune in racing? Yeah, I'll show you my bank account. There's some, <laughs> the first number zero, and then there's a de- then there's a decimal point and a couple <laughs> larger numbers. <laughs> so uh, let's see, and then you got into Moto GP Supermoto. No, yeah, I wish Supermoto. <laughs> Supermoto. What did you race? What did you ride? I had a Honda CRF 450. Okay, nice. I raced Supermoto. Nice. And uh, what circuits? Yeah, what circuits were you racing? Uh, at first, just locally in California. Then I, I in 2006, I did AMA Pro Supermoto. So we traveled to Wisconsin, to Denver. Oh gosh, California. There, there was it was just pretty much all over the country. Wow. And then where did you go? And then at the end of 06, I this is all thankful for the internet. I contacted somebody i said i want to ride world supermoto i saw this airport race in greece and i go i want to do that sick so i talked to a friend of mine he goes i know people in england i'll get you a ride well three days later i've got a bike they're like now you you need a plane ticket now now we we gotta put this together and this was a race in belgium it's in matei and if anybody that knows supermoto this is like a giant event. 30,000 people come yeah. for the weekend, and it's just it's a huge, popular event there. You're in the big league now. Yeah, so so I go over to England, and I meet with my friend, really good friend now, Phil G. He takes me in. I stay with his family for a couple of weeks, get over the jet lag and, and get acclimated, and we go down to this race in Belgium. And it is just a madhouse. You cannot believe how many people are there. Do you have to yeah. qualify to, to get in, or like, no, how do you... How no, do you it, was, it was an invitation. Okay. For for international riders, there's a lot of other people. They take 300 riders, and then they also have 20 to 30 like different like Troy Corser was there in my class, yeah. and and just these people that I was like outclassified, you know, by far. I'm just yeah. like, okay, this is this is amazing. So you're just kind of taken by the whole experience at the first time. So through that, I meet this other guy, 
and it was over a tire that was not usable. Somebody wrote dead on the tire, and I wanted it because it was a dual compound Dunlop, which <laughs> I had to have. But somebody wrote dead in chalk, so then there was this big hoopla over it. And the guy that owned the tire came over later that weekend. He goes, you're going to ride for me next year. And I'm like, well, who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> and it turned out that I quit my job in early 2007. I put all my stuff in my friend's garage, and I flew to Belgium. And I threw all my stuff in the crate, and away I went. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Can I ask you questions? Did you have any um, issues with... Um like was it when you came in like as a woman with your with your credentials even though there was a lot of really good people there were people accepting and just like you still my question oh good (laughs) because i know because yuri had some issues you know because of like you know motorcycling and and stuff people could be pretty um exclusive don't answer that yet that is a question we all had i want to finish your list (laughs) then we'll get to that yeah so you were racing all over europe now yeah yeah so I go 2007, 2008, I ride the Belgian series, and some ser- some races in the Netherlands, and then 2009, I got to do my world championship, I did the whole series, I rode Italy, I rode Spain. And that's all supermoto, right? Yeah, it's all supermoto, and it was just insane, I mean... You go there and you're tired and, and people are yelling at you in different languages and <laughs> you come through tech and they're like, oh, the Americano, you know, and yeah. they're just like, get out of here, you know. And yeah. it was, people don't understand crazy. in Europe how big the sport supermoto yeah. racing is. Yeah. It never caught on here. It never really caught on no, like it has over there. You're a hero if you're on a motorcycle over there. Oh, yeah. it's huge. You, you're a hero. You go if you get hurt and you go into the hospital with your motorcycle gear on, which I've done. They're like they're like hugging you, like get in here, let's fix you, let's get you back on the track. That's you know? such yeah. wow. You know, if you um, if you do that in America, you're like, hey, I fell off my horse, and you know, like in America, <laughs> like they'll go, do you still need your liver? Are you donating these? Yeah. <laughs> Are you using you your corneas right now? Right. Okay. Can we pour them into somebody else? Please? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When so, ER staff is calling them murder cycles, it's just yeah. 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 Donor cycles. That's, oh, yeah. My, Donor that's cycles. official yeah. term that my brother uses. <laughs> so then you weren't done yet. After that, you come back from Europe and you got into another series here, right? Yeah. Well, actually, I I went up road racing my super motorbike in the singles class before I came home, and then I won a championship on that yes which was amazing me and my teammate we won every race that year we built our own bikes and Rad. it was just the three of us my team owner and his son and me and we won the series that year we were so, first and second wow. so I'm, that was fun. i'm getting to that so you come back and then you you want to ride dirt is that what it was i i was gonna ride dirt track and that whole deal fell through which I could say the some fact bad words. Going for it. So now, <laughs> a guy offered me a Kawasaki, and I said, "Oh, let's do it." And then it, it didn't work out. Yeah. So now we've established you are a badass rider, but it doesn't stop there. But wait, there's more. There's, there's more. more. <laughs> there's more. How are you making a living at this throughout your career as a racer? I'm I'm working. I I, I use my mechanical skills for room and board. You're a mechanic, <laughs> mechanic, <laughs> machinist. Not just that, but. What was this uh, that you did with the the Suzuki? You did some re-engineering? Yeah, pretty much everything except for the Kickstarter. Yeah. We're talking about... So, so, Douglas, check this out. Do you want to yeah, be a little more descriptive? Yeah, sure. You're working on a Suzuki. What model was it? We, we started with the RMZ 450, and that's not the greatest thing to start out with in the, in the motocross world. Mm-hmm. And we ended up with 
a 530cc motor. <laughs> <laughs> took the 450 frame, threw it out, put a 250 frame on, fitted that all in. And hey, Doug, don't you have an RMZ 250? I have an RM125. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's horrible. Hey, <laughs> 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 try to kickstart it. You'll have the kickstart through your shoe in a second, man. Those things are scary. Actually, didn't your shoe just break today? <laughs> <laughs> that was on the XR 350. No that was comment. the XR, yeah. Oh, okay. That was his first two-stroke. Be gentle. <laughs> Love that bike. I, I've, I've hurt myself many times with those. Operator error, I so, think. So... <laughs> <laughs> It probably Whoa. was, and I got the bruises to prove it. So not only are you riding, but you know how you're building. You're yeah, I built everything. Designing, do. you're yep. doing everything. Okay, where do you get where do you get off thinking you can do all this, little Missy? I, uh, I, I don't. I don't. I mean, I, I I don't think mechanic things are that difficult because of the mm-hmm. way that I approach them. Everything is its own thing. Like this bolt goes in then this piece goes over this, then I bolt this on. But when you break it down into something simple, it becomes a lot easier process. If you look at the entire thing, you're just like, holy crap, I can't do this. But yeah. you break it down one thing at a time. I know you're talking about whenever we're working on stuff here, because there's a lot of bikes I'm not familiar with. Instead of just following the instructions in the manual, a lot of times I don't use the manual. I like to understand the relationship every piece has to each piece. Right. Your learning systems. You understand yeah. the relationship of every piece, you understand what the functions are and what it should do and where it would go if that makes sense yeah or the process of elimination you yeah it's like it can't costly fit here so yeah, exactly <laughs> so where did you learn all of your mechanical skills i uh, just since i was young i mean my, my dad at, at age nine he says you're not riding unless you work on this bike that's right a on. good dad <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good dad you know? right on. and here i am going oh, i guess i need a blue spark huh? <laughs> it's not gonna run yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now back to Mike's question. How have you have you had any um, have you had people judge you because you're a woman or have, yeah or yeah yeah definitely. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't say that people don't look weird when you when you start rolling up to the the track, and they're like, "Well, what is she doing?" You know, and the same when you grab a wrench, you know, they're like, "Oh, you're you're the mechanic. You're not the sister or the wife." <laughs> so, I mean, there are a lot of riders who aren't mechanics also. The fact that you can do both. I mean, Yuri can do that too, but there's a lot of people who can't. Um, so what do you do when you get out there? You start throwing elbows or something? Like, how do you establish yourself? You, you don't. You just go about your business and you don't put yourself, you know, don't don't brag about it. You just kind of right. do your thing and people look over and go, okay. Has, has it gotten better over the years now? Like, where now there are more women in motorcycling and it's i guess it's more commonly accepted or people yeah, are more aware of it and it's, it's people it's just don't give you as more, much shit yeah that's definitely more accepted cool and there, there's still always the old school guy that's just like no yeah well those guys will be dead soon so. <laughs> yeah well they're, 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 they still got kids yeah well yeah, that's true that's true <laughs> so and are there other female riders that you've seen coming up through the ranks that you have impressed you yeah absolutely i mean everyone that gets out there and can go out there and get a pro license in road racing flat tracker any any discipline you know it's any is and it's it's not a male or female it's just overcoming mm-hmm. 
all those hurdles you need to do to get there. Yes. So, it's do you think there needs to be a women's class or no? Fuck it, everyone get no, out there. No, no. Your skill level is your skill level. Yeah. Right on. I got a question. Uh, what is what is the biggest challenge aside from money as a racer and as a female racer? Uh, you growing up through back in the eighties to now, what do you think are the challenges? Just the training, because you know, mm-hmm. when I was young, I didn't know how to train and eat right. Right. And now it's like I'm on the bicycle, I'm running, I'm, I'm doing all these things every day. Conditioning. Yeah. Just constant conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. And it's you know, two hours on the bicycle, your butt hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to get off. But yeah. You, you keep on going if you want to get in shape. Yeah. Did you hear that, Yuri? <laughs> No, I, <laughs> I can't do it. Is that is that why you turned down the Oreos? <laughs> That's why I turned down the Oreos. Yeah. I, I get a yeah. question. So, do you ever get like conflict with with people, and then like, or you'll have like a direct conflict with somebody, or they'll make a comment, and then all of a sudden you smoke them, and they, you know, and then they'll they'll come up after it and, and be like, "Hey, I'm sorry," or whatever, or just like, um, or continue to be pissed off and pissy because you fucking you, you kicked their ass. <laughs> you saying our our guys have a harder time? Yeah, I mean, like, do you do you get guys who are like, oh, you know, whatever, this is bullshit, yeah. and then you yeah. smoke them, and and then they're cool, or or the yeah. opposite? Because Mike's yeah. feeling a little threatened at the moment. <laughs> yeah, <Not> at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, all no, it. that that's definitely happened with with several riders. I won't say who they are, but I've I've <laughs> I beat a guy by an inch one time, and he, nice. he tried to take me out the last corner, and we did a little high low action, and I, I beat him to the line. And was it six inches? Like no, it was, well, <laughs> your six inches or my six inches. You're right. <laughs> she knows. She Dude. knows. Dude, there it is. You know that's yeah. interesting. But I won. So. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. There, there was still a gap. Right. <laughs> but listening to that story, nice. and Yuri, kind of as well. The two things that they share, and I think everyone picked up on it, is they went there and let their mechanical ability and their writing ability speak for themselves. Yeah. And don't once- don't be putting me on her level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm just from Santa Cruz. Yeah, but you went through the TT uh, <laughs> yeah. tech spec, you know what I'm saying? But it's like you both had just like, you know, you do your own thing and you just let your skills, you know, talk for you and then that's pretty cool. Yeah, because people, people aren't going to accept you if you go, hey, look at all the stuff I can do, you know, you just... You actually and, have to and, do it. Yeah, well, and it's just just another day, you know, yeah. I've been doing this my whole life, it doesn't seem abnormal, right. I just do my thing, and, and if people dig it, that's cool. It's always the quiet ones, so you got to watch out for yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it's more like a, it sounds like it's more of a passion, where a lot of people would be like, oh, you guys are obsessed, like, why are you up until two in the morning fucking with this, doing that, and like, that's so obsessive and crazy. But like when you're in it, it's your passion, it's your love. You know what I mean? It's like you yeah, know what I mean? this is what we live for. This yeah. is what we enjoy. Yes. And if we don't do it, you know, the 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 downside is all the depression of not doing it. Yeah. Writing for mental health. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's therapy, and and I've been doing this my whole life, and and I've taken the past two years off to to be a mechanic professionally, and it's been horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do some classes here? I got a 1983 XR350 you can hang out with. Well, <laughs> just just Pick so you know, fire? the level uh, some of the people are at, Charlie, I'm sorry, I'm throwing under the bus a little bit here. <laughs> I pointed at this little old two-stroke scooter basket case that's sitting over there. I said, Charlie, you need, you need a project. Why don't you uh, go work on that? And, you know, I'd say, you know, pull the carburetor out and let's get that cleaned and see if we can get it running. And he's looking at it and he points at the, at the carburetor and goes, is that the carburetor? <laughs> Just so you know, when he's saying, can you do a class? <laughs> 
Yeah, but everybody has to start somewhere. Exactly. I started. I didn't know what a carburetor was either, so now that's, I do. That's where we are. <laughs> exactly. Of course, you were you were four. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you know, it, it, whenever you learn is whenever you learn, and and you and you build on it. And what better yeah. carburetor yeah. for him to take apart is the old scooter in the corner, yeah. and yeah. now he has a better idea. It's clean. <laughs> <laughs> is it upside down? No. <laughs> no. It hasn't oh. been on fire yet. Yeah, the upside down carburetor. Backwards. Backwards. Um, I wanted to ask you, what to date has been your biggest achievement in racing or wrenching? Wow, that's that's a huge question because yeah. there's, there's been a couple high points, especially recent couple years. I I got to ride Pikes Peak, which <gasps> okay, let's talk about this. Drove, which was the most brutal week of my life, and I, I want to do it again. You know, okay. <laughs> what were you riding on that? I, I rode a super motorbike. My I actually I, I flew all my Suzuki's home when I moved home from Europe. One and of it, us. One <laughs> of us. <laughs> and I and I took that bike out and uh, what what model? It's. Well, it's it's just a Frankenstein. Oh, it's your, your yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it started out as something, but it's not that anymore. It's a anymore. conglomeration of Suzuki parts and grinding and polishing. The one you described, okay? Yeah, pretty much. And so, how did you do at Pikes Peak? I made it up on Sunday, and uh, I had a twelve minutes for what twelve and a half miles and one hundred fifty six wow. turns. Nice. And it was it was a brutal week. You you ride at five thirty in the morning every morning. Does that, did elevation affect you at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was sick. Yeah. Mm. How did oh, you, your times compare with that uh, electric bike that's that's the number one? The like, lightning? It, yeah, oh, did you yeah. ever get that feeling where you're like, oh, shit, I can't believe he did that? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it it, it's very intimidating because corners look the same, and you're coming around, and there's cliffs, and mm. and there's yeah. a lot of obstacles to overcome as, as, a lot, as well as fear. Yeah. yeah. Yuri, is that on your list? Pikes Peak? No, it's not. For all the reasons she just explained. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously, seriously, yeah, yeah. it's it's a up in the morning thing. It's an altitude thing. It's like, yeah, yeah. yes, I want to ride Pikes Peak, but I don't want the work that's involved in that. The early morning, and I know physically that I've been to altitude mountains, um, fifteen thousand feet, and I was sick for from. 9,000 to the rat to the top yeah mm -hmm. you, you just get physically ill was yeah. it uh, difficult yeah now sorry. yeah now one thing i got to mention is that you do need to acclimate yourself when you go there before you try to attempt going up that high because it that that altitude will but, take but it out just of you. Well, really for a second you just stop think about all that's involved with quote-unquote acclimation yeah you have to be away from work yep for two weeks yep there's no money i mean at my level and I think a lot of other riders levels where there's money involved, it's like, okay, you got to set aside life t life in order to go do these events. Yeah. And if you're not willing to do that or you can't swing that, it, it, it can't come together in a, um, in a plan that's um, made for success. Yep. I think the problem here is you went too fast. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was recently in Pakistan and went up to like a 15... 1500 foot peak on a 125 cc motorcycle that did <laughs> that's totally comparable seven miles an hour up the mountain <laughs> and, and i never felt anything i think because <laughs> you need to just go slower so um, what kind of mechanical well, issues did you have with your bike going up there i mean because it's obviously you have to jet it or 
fuel it well, for the altitude or you, whatever. you need to add compression because there's no air up there yeah okay mm-hmm. I, I was at nine thousand feet and I, I hit the kickstarter and it dropped so fast it made your head spin and i'm like oh, I, <laughs> oh wow i didn't build my bike oh, right. properly <laughs> oh jeez oh man did i leave the spark plug out <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah does that mean what is what exactly does that mean does that mean there's that you less need to air choke to it out more no there's less the air, air to compress. is thinner yeah yeah so when the p- piston is compressing the air it's oh, less it resistant. Right Not as yeah. much to compress. Oh, yeah. no shit. And like a motor that won't start because of lack of compression. Right. So you want to teach feeling? a class here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll come down anytime. This Mike, is you can just listen to this podcast again and again. <laughs> You're still going to be picking stuff up going, oh, that's what she learn. meant. I just want to learn how to do more chrome. <laughs> get a can of mothers and just get busy. <laughs> get a catalog. But I just, yeah, I just want to. Did you have some on the shelf? <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, it's tucked in the back, though. But I just, I just want to say though that I, I have ridden Pike Speak before twice. Uh, although, what I, were you riding? I was riding a 1955 Heinkel, and it took me probably 90 minutes or more to go up to the top. <laughs> so, so doing it, to camp out, knowing, knowing that ride and being able to do it in 12 minutes is is fucking awesome. It is. That is that is just insane. I mean, there are some crazy curves that you go through, like hairpin turns going up that mountain Luckily with sheer drop off cliffs. And I mean, and I've seen I've seen films of people racing up there, both in cars and bikes, before and and just to, to think of doing that is just literally awesome. Did, did you do Pikes Peak when it, before it was paved? Or no, it, it was completely paved. Okay, cool. Mm. So, and, and if you actually just Google Michelle DeSalvo, the video comes up. Oh, um, cool. Pi- yeah. Pikes Peak Run, yes. which is yeah. really cool. That and the Belgian races. Yeah, lots of Belgian races. So, um, so Pikes Peak, that's pretty big. What about... Um, it, as a mechanic, what's your biggest achievement? It, it's probably what I, the job that I'm doing right now. I'm working at Zanotti Racing, mm-hmm. and I'm a full-time mechanic there. I am a track mechanic. I drive the truck. I prepare all the motorcycles, which is about is three XR750s and a whole fleet of CRF450s. I work for Kenny Coolbeth. I work for Henry Wiles. I work for Stevie Bonzi. Yeah. So I, we do a lot of top riders, and it's it's a really busy job. Yeah. Are there, Very busy. Are there many other female mechanics that you know? No. <laughs> no, I'm kind of the only one that, that I've seen doing it. There, there's I've seen a couple girls in road racing, but not what I'm doing. So do you find that men have an easier time with you as a mechanic or as a racer it's the same yeah. i mean it's you know it's just a thing where they look at you and they go well i guess she knows what she's doing yeah you and know? you've been doing it for a little while now yeah yeah since you know people tend to base that off of merit it's like okay she's a mechanic she's raced yeah i, I had kevin schwantz ask me to change a tire two weeks ago so oh, that's yeah. cool nice. <laughs> i didn't know who he was but then he didn't <laughs> like, oh, yeah, take yeah, a number yeah. asshole yeah. i got shit going on right <laughs> now yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of weird. <laughs> cool. So, are are you done with your racing? Are you still? Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, I actually wanted to jump on the racing um, a little bit. So you've done like flat tracking. You've done supermoto. Are you think like enduro cross or anything like that? Uh, no, my knees are not. Okay. <laughs> not not going to take an enduro cross. I'd love to do it, but I yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, that, so. that shoots my follow up of what about Iron Mountain. That looks like fun. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, what is it that you haven't done that you want to do? Oh, wow. Um, The stunt riding thing looks kind of cool. All right. All right. We're 
<laughs> it's, we're done. This is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and also the um, I don't know if you guys have seen that recently the the flat track the hooligan riders. Yeah. Have you yes. seen that? Those yeah. guys like just down in Vegas, right? Yeah, they come off the track and they're laughing their asses off, and I'm like, I got to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What is this? It's like a street bike class that they do on oh. the short tracks. Oh, and yeah. I've seen this. Yeah, you know, it's pretty much like anything. The Harleys and stuff. There's a chopper. Oh yeah, it was in. Is really big on this. Yeah, it was in on, Why we ride. Stuff. No, it Wasn't was it? in on any Sunday. On, the next chapter. Oh, okay. Yeah, and these guys are just having a blast. Mm-hmm. You and know, kicking each and other. You know, is you that get, like Dirtquake at all or something? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, You know, cool. you get your jersey that looks like the cat in a hat. Yeah. And an open face helmet, and you go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that now they're accepting supermotos at Isle of Man. Does that interest you? Absolutely. I've I've already contacted Yuri. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I can. I can afford it. That's why I haven't really yeah. set, done gone Either too much further he. with it. Sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, ever, a- uh, <laughs> have you ever checked out the Dirtbag Challenge in San Francisco at all? Have you heard of that? I, I've heard of it. I, I've never attended. Okay. It's, it's a low rent chopper build off. You're kind of high rent she's, when it comes yeah. to motorcycles. Yeah. She's a little more highbrow than. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's like you could go over there and just cringe at the atrocious wells yeah, that yeah, you see I, or whatever, I, but like, it's still I, pretty cool. I, I enjoy the whole scene of it, though, you yeah. know, because everybody's got their own vision and they build what they want. And that, that's the cool thing about this. You should totally go next year. You should roll with us. We had hot dogs. Awesome. Yeah. You got time. Yeah, so, hot dogs and free hot dog. Yuri, All would right. you suggest, would you recommend that she do the supermoto at Isle of Man? Oh, I. I I think it's it would be the 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 deal of a lifetime just to go over and experience that um, because just all that goes. I mean, Michelle's already been around the European scene, and like she was explaining with the um, Metet stuff, um, the enthusiasm that goes on there. Yeah. Um, it's 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 on the same level as that, and I I just think that as a as a writer, she could bring to the table another dimension to it, you know? Just one more dimension to... Uh, would you be changing her pistons halfway through the race? I wouldn't be touching her bikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're well taken care of. That, that bike would need it. <laughs> it's good for about 80 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely have to back down from where you're at on your performance. So what you what, what advice would you give her? Now that you've been there, what advice would you give her if she wanted to try this? Um, I would say go and experience it. That's that's prepare well, which she always does, mm-hmm. obviously. But there's oh. a lot of qualifying. There's a lot of boxes to check to get in position to do that, right? Uh, you, you know, there is, and it's just... It's all it's all part of the 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 experience, you know, making those those landmarks and checking them off. It's it's all part of it. It's it's um it's definitely meant to test you for sure. Yeah. For sure. It's a, it's a test. So, Michelle, since you favor kind of uh, dirt bike kind of riding, supermoto. Have you done the street bike, much street bike racing? You're doing like flat track stuff like that, but. I, I've done one road race. Yeah. I, I was helping uh, Shalina Moreta, who's a very good friend of mine, with her Harley Davidson in uh, 2013, and they kept bugging me get on the bike, get on the bike, try out a race. So we went to Miller out in Utah, and I raced a XR1200 
for the first time. <laughs> How, how's that? that? That was an experience. I, I made a qualifying time by the end of the weekend, so I was pretty stoked on that. Cool. But it was a pig, man, and yeah. it, it was <laughs> yeah. definitely something that you you think you know how to ride and you don't because you just like, you can't hang on to the handlebars and this thing's like 500 pounds and if you touch the handlebars and put input in the thing just wants to fly off the racetrack <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it did on me a couple times yeah <laughs> and it, it was really scary but it was totally fun to figure in that bike out right you you're handling the thing and eventually you come to a point where you're like i got this yeah this, this bitch is mine yeah like. and and you start pushing and then it wobbles and you're like whoa and then you just you just keep on pushing yeah it's it's definitely throws you some curves while you're riding it because you're just it's not what you're used to and right. I, i've never drug a knee before yeah i always yeah. want to put my foot out right yeah, i was gonna say <laughs> yeah. exactly All the cool people do the, the first thing i did in turn one is put my foot down and go off the racetrack <laughs> <laughs> so um have you uh do you have some technique drills that people can try a lot of us here have dirt bikes who go out to hollister and some people like douglas he just bought a little uh ttr 125 so he can learn to really drift and do some flat tracking do you have any technique or drills you would recommend yeah there there's a lot i mean it depends on your skill level you need to find a nice open flat area i mean we do i do some instruction for shalina Moreta at her girls camp and it's basically just form, learn your form, you know, and, and just ride in circles and just repeat, repeat, repeat. And the more seat time you get, the better you get. Isn't that the, the point of a flat track? Yeah. But, <laughs> and, then, in circles. and then when you get tired of it, you go back the other way and you practice your right hand turns. But no. it, it just teaches you where to sit oh. on the My right hands suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're left handed like me, then it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, you just it's just seat time and repetition and, and knowing your body position. And, and you know, it's, okay, it's always okay to take a class with somebody that knows or, or find somebody that you know that races or, or has a lot of experience. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Is, is there any shout outs to any classes that you know of or people that would, you know, help yeah, ab- beginners and intermediates? Uh, absolutely. Um, for the men, we have my friend Brock McAllister has been putting on a uh, supermoto school, flat track school. Off-road. I did a flat track day with Brock. Yeah. yeah. Supermoto USA, yeah? Yeah. Yep. Supermoto USA. They also do races. You can get into different kinds of things through them my my friend shalina has an exclusive girls camp and she's out in petaluma she does a wonderful job how do, how do people cool. find her uh shalina Mareta racing spell that s-h-e-l-i-n-a okay Mareta m-o-r-e-d-a okay she's up in petaluma yeah up in petaluma yeah i think uh sarah p took that and really liked it. Yeah, and and it's from a, a, a girl's angle, so yeah. you know the men don't know how women think. Right. So <laughs> it's 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 kind of cool to. Do you see want to how tell us how women think? I, I don't even know. Yeah, one minute, <laughs> way, way better. Clearly. How are men supposed to figure women out if women don't even? Know? I, I don't. I just, you men know, just like put their crotch to things and see if they're just like. Bang their heads on it. No. Yeah. Sounds like Bosley. Yeah. Yeah, they just no sniff butts, and if it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you get your crotch on the we tank, just, you're getting better position. We just, yeah. uh, we just watched some of your video on Pike's Peak, and we noticed you're going uh, on the on the inside the corners. You're like going out of the off the road. Yeah. Like you just straight up go off the road. Like it's like you, you'll make one turn wow. and then cut in through the apex and go right in, right in, right over the fucking dirt. Because she had to put her foot down to turn. Yeah. And yeah. So you're just running shit over. The corners are tight and you have to let use the whole racetrack. And yep. even yep. though there's a 
bit of a cliff so you just go for it and then wow. you got the the paint lines too you know i start yep. riding them a little bit you yep. slip it all when you're on it yeah yeah it's a little slippery but yeah paint is this as it. you're gonna learn in the winter paint sucks it's bad news like, <laughs> i couldn't see a sport bike doing half of the stuff you were doing on the uh you know going like taking those ape, like the apex and you're like oh fuck it and just go right over the dirt and back <laughs> onto the road yeah yeah, it, it it's sketchy and it it's worse that it looks worse than it is going downhill is. I don't think it can look worse you get, than where it you is. get scared when you, when you <laughs> go downhill. You're just like, oh my god, you know, because you don't see that when you're going up because yeah. you're looking mm. at the racetrack, the tri- the roads in front of you. You're going uphill. That's all you see, and you come down at a low speed and you start looking off the cliff, and that that's what freaks you out. Yeah, that's wow. a, that's a horrible. Looking at your long career from the 80s, there weren't big gaps. I'm guessing you haven't had a lot of injuries. Yeah, just head injuries and <laughs> broken Ooh. pinky and small. That's amazing what ACL. you've accomplished with that. Do you, do you have any good crash stories you want to share? Yeah, I've got a couple. <laughs> do you um, want to share? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're mostly kind of over the handlebars, and the bike ran me over and drug me at 100 feet. <laughs> okay. Oh, hey. what, what bike was oh, this just on? One of those. This is one of those. It's, it's, while I was racing in Europe, I had some pretty good get-offs. Um, flat track, I got off at Springfield on an 883 doing about 100 mile an hour. The bike ran me over and knocked me out. Ooh. Oh, shit. And uh, there's video of me on my hands and knees over by the hay bales, and I was awake, but I didn't know it. Wow. And then they gave me a ride back in the, in the ambulance to the pit, and I was waving to the crowd, telling everybody I was okay. <laughs> you were not even you were autopilot. I had no and, idea where I was at. Yeah, that was, no, no memory of that or, or what? No, none at all. Wow. None. And uh, I had a, a pretty good get off in Matei actually at the the Belgian race. I had passed a guy, and then I slammed on the front brakes, and he couldn't stop in time. So I saw this Yamaha fly over my shoulder, and then the rider flew over my shoulder about a second later, and then we tumbled. And I hit the ground about four times really hard, and I kept thinking, ah, this is the one that's going to send me to the hospital. And then I, I, I hit the ground, and I got up back in the air, and I was like, oh, I'm okay. And my body was just like flopping, flopping, flopping. And finally, I stopped bouncing, and I slid into a water barrier. And we both looked at each other and got up and got back on the bikes. So. Oh, how convenient. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, I found my, my buckle fell off my boot, so I shoved that in my leather so I wouldn't lose it. And, <laughs> and oh, made sure I kind of did a little self-check, a little one, two, three, and everything's okay, and let's go. Wow, that's hardcore. That was, yeah. that was a crazy a one. Uh, racing mentors or motorcycling or learning Ooh, mentors. How many, how many of those did you have, and what other most valuable lessons did they teach you? Uh, uh, it's really kind of big question yeah uh, i mean you you'd start out with my father he was like I said he, he from day one he, he made me work on the bikes and yeah. he, he sh- tried to show me proper technique and you know when you're listening to your parents you don't want to listen so right sure <laughs> so sometimes Ooh. you you don't don't do things the way they say and, and yeah. in my case i got carried away a couple times i mean it was friday night before a race i'm like 15 years old and <laughs> i got the motor out of the frame my dad comes out and he goes what are you doing i go i'm, I'm cleaning my frame for tomorrow <laughs> he's like, like well you better get on it because it's like nine o'clock at night and you know you got to ride tomorrow yeah your bedtime's 9 30 so yeah yeah exactly yeah you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna have to go so, to sleep so yeah, do you wrench better in the middle of the day or the middle of the night i wrench better at the end of the week there you go end of the week you start getting your fingers nimble monday you start out you're rusty and as the week goes on you start feeling it yeah cool <laughs> Crazy. cool um what, what do you see yourself doing five to ten years from now just the same thing or I, i'm feel- i'm getting back into racing a little bit this year mm-hmm. i mean I'm, I'm 
42 now, so obviously the racing career is going to have to come to an end sometime, but I don't right. want it to. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. So 40 uh, is the know, new 20. That never yeah, leaves Exactly, yeah. 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 So they have, yeah. like, you know, senior classes and everything else. Yeah, but I can't so. do that. <laughs> <laughs> that won't work. So I wanted to get into some of your wrenching. What's your favorite tool? Uh, like I said earlier, the hammers always. <laughs> See, I get yelled yeah. at when I pull out a hammer and use there, it. There's yeah. nothing wrong with a fine-tuned hammer, right? <laughs> you know, you don't beat the crap out of something, and, and you know. But there's a lot of times where a hammer gets the job. All right, done. let's get into specifics. What kind of hammer? Ooh, there's see, there's there's different jobs. So, the coolest hammer I I have is it's a little ball peen with a like a three inch handle, so oh. you can't swing it too hard. <laughs> 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 but it does little fine jobs. What was that? Did your dad make that for you when you were little? Uh, a friend of mine came up with it, and I stole it. Hmm. Nice. Cool. Did your dad give you tools when you were a kid, or did you just start getting I into just, his? I stole his. <laughs> Are you a better mechanic than your dad now? Uh, yeah, I would. I would say so. He was more refined, and he he wasn't. He he was works on Triumphs and VSAs, and he's into that old school stuff. And mm-hmm. he just he didn't want to grasp on anything new like I did. So he 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 never evolved past like the sixty five like nineteen sixty five. That was the end of the world, you know. <laughs> so you don't have a fondness for those vintage bikes. I, I do, but I, I'm I'm just I like to be progressive. Yeah. You know, I I like the old stuff because I, there's a lot of meaning and thought behind that as well yeah. for the time. But there's a lot of new things out there, and you have to keep up on it. Yeah, fuel injection's nice. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to ask her the question? Does she have a M one license? <laughs> no, that wasn't the question. <laughs> Michelle, what is your up-the-butt bike? Yeah, I've been giving this a lot of thought. And <laughs> there, there, there's not a lot of bikes out, but I will tell you, I was at Indy a couple of years ago, and I was mechanicking for my friend Shalina, and there was a MotoGP bike, a Ducati, Mm-hmm. Oh. Just down the way, and they started it up, and it was it made your heart tremble. Yeah. and I was like fifty feet away, <laughs> and I was like, uh, "Yeah, this is it," you know. <laughs> but definitely, I, w- I would say that bike was it'll move you. You said yeah. we could ask you anything. Yeah, are you motosexual? <laughs> did that? Did that? Who sound of that room, Ducati who, turn you on? Who in this room isn't? You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Guilty. You should have seen me at the Hayward Salvage Yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you like the smell of two-stroke? Blends all. <laughs> long as it's castor oil, it's good. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Do you have a road bike? I don't. I don't. But do you have a motorcycle license? I'm curious. I do have a license. You do? Okay. They forced me to get it. I was working at the Harley dealership, and See? they forced me to get a license. <laughs> so you what's know? your, what's yeah. your like, everyday rider? I, I, she my doesn't. Bike. I don't ride every day. Oh. I, I usually only am on the race bikes. Gotcha. So, I mean, and for Yuri, too, I don't know if this applies. I know a lot of people who race on the track lose the passion to ride on the street because it's like, that's too scary. You know, like potholes yeah. and cars yeah, and people texting and, their girlfriends and, and stuff. And, you know, like, and it's it's a little sketchy. You know, it's but you got to be careful. Have you, Yuri? Have you encountered that yet? Are you still love riding on the street? <clears throat> I'm, I'm in a, I'm. I think I'm in a different boat on all that. A lot of racers loathe the street, and mm-hmm. that's not where they quote-unquote do any sort of training or get their kicks or have fun right for me though because of my financial situation the town that i'm from 
that's where I've had to come from. And so that's where I stay sharp also because I can't, I'm not the kind of person that can only do their thing at the track that's has this months interval and you prepare for those, those moments on the track. I need to be doing it at all times to stay sharp. And so I do love riding on the street and keep doing it. So, and Michelle, are you doing a lot of just dirt riding? I, I'm, I'm usually busy at work and I don't get to ride too often, but I'm, I'm changing that this year. Yeah. Normally so, I'll be, I'll be at a motocross track training. Come out to the dirt bags. <laughs> yeah. I've got, I've got two invitations. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> That's two more than I had. So as a female mechanic, do you have any advice for Kat over here who unfortunately <laughs> suffers pretty girl syndrome that we discussed earlier where not her fault she's working on something guys just come over to do it for her now do you have advice for her should she just let let them do it or no no you just tell them you got it you know i i i push people away all the time i go hey i got it and you know and there's this old guy and he's like let me grab the axle and help me put it in i go i can do this by myself it's easier by myself because i i know what i wanted what my system is yeah and you know you just have to push them off you know it's it's, it's rude what a, what a bitch yeah 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 <laughs> i find myself being rude because these guys are like grabbing things out of my hands i'm like i got it that's the worst <laughs> yeah wow. that's the worst uh, yeah that's and, but that's rude to just like take tools out of your hand yeah i mean would you do that to somebody else but, fuck no. no but that's what no. they do that's yeah. exactly it's, what they yeah, do it's highly discriminatory wow. actually yeah, yeah yeah you just go i got it and then you just like let them you know, you kind of elbow their arm out of the way as you're putting stuff on and go, hey, get the hint. Well, like Liza, you're taking yeah, Stop mansplaining to, right now. Stop it, Ray. What, what's that, Jim? I said, or like Liza will do, take him for a ride to Nutshot Junction. Uh, <laughs> I just go right for the junk. It trains them really fast. Look here. <laughs> Look here. Oof. Wave my hand and then sock yeah, them in the nuts. Ham- yeah. So then all I have to do is wave my hand and men run. And the, the hammer comes in handy. <laughs> Ah, yes. <laughs> the hammer. A little shot to the knees and <laughs> <laughs> crawl back to your van. Learn your lesson. Yeah, you seen misery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm I'm equally impressed um, with the the wrenching aspect because we all do that here. Um, we asked you what your favorite tool is, but what are a lot of the tools that you have built up that you're proud that you have, like. Do you do you have your own milling machines stuff yeah. like that? I, I I don't have any of that. Oh sorry. Oh, no, I'm just saying mach- all the machines I know kind of build their own tools for like specific functions. Sure. Do you have any of that kind of stuff? Or? Yeah, but they're they're not really that great. I yeah. mean, there's just these little things like I, I've got a set of safety wire pliers where you they have like a, a if the jaws mm-hmm. have a place where you can grip. Right. You sand that flat, and then it doesn't make a mark on the safety wire. Oh, there you see, that's <laughs> you know, I, there's I, cool I, shit, man. The, and, 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 and I've always hated Ooh. a crescent wrench. Yeah. But that's the same thing. Right. If you don't want to mar the bolt, you resize it every time and use that to tighten your nuts. There you go. Got any more of these? These are some great nuggets here. Yeah, and uh, well, it's just it comes from my boss. He's he's very particular on how things look and yeah. the guys at eagle eye he'll he'll spot things a mile away that i'll never see and he goes hey did we do this i'm like yeah you know and he'll go well you missed a spot and so you got to go back and do it again yeah. <laughs> wow. so it's I, i've learned to be a lot more disciplined in in my details cool 
And you've had a lot of sponsors along the way. Is there anyone that you want to do shout-outs to or thanks? Yeah, the the guys at Wassner, my friend John, has always been really supportive of me. The Piston people? Wassner Piston, Jeff. Yeah, nice. Yeah, the guy's awesome. He, he, he's a land speed guy. Yeah. And he has a, oh, nice. uh, what the heck is it, a Hayabusa. And it's the guy. What is the, that thing? The great first time bike. If yeah. you're looking for a bike for the first <laughs> wonderful yeah. starter bike. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, the GZ250. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that thing's insane. <laughs> and uh, I have Millennium Technologies. They do nickel replating, they do a lot of machine work. Sweet. They've yep. been really cool. Um, the ladies down at Webcam, if you guys ever deal with them. Wait, is this that porn site? No, that's not the pay by the minute. No, no that's kink.com. Okay. No, 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 it's it's a little bit more expensive than that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> what what do they do? The, they do cams and they do. Okay. Oh, those kind of cams. I yeah. thought you were saying webcams. Not a camera. No. Oh, <laughs> got yeah, it. Is, get your mind out of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Under the valve cover, there's a little wobbly <laughs> thing. Oh, that's that rotates. Okay. And uh, these girls take care of all that. Yeah. And it's it's run by women. Okay, and, that's badass. So that's, What's that's it called again? Webcam. Nice. And they do automobile and motorcycle, and they're very knowledgeable. So that is. Is that cool. two Bs? One B. One B. Webcam. Well, yep. so you can see where I got that from. Yeah. <laughs> Get your head out of the gutter. Anyone else you want to throw in? Oh, I have, let's say, my, my boss, Dave Zanotti, he's, he's been training me over the past couple of years as well. And, you know, I've, I've gone to a whole new level working for that guy because, yeah. I mean, we have bikes that run in the dirt and they have to look like show bikes when they come out of the truck every weekend, no matter what they get thrown at him so there's there's definitely a big thank you to him for for pushing me and getting me to to bring it to the next level i think it's awesome what you're doing and and you're a role model just as somebody who rides in wrenches and and you're you're a chick too but i love the fact that that's not what you make a big deal out of you just ride the hell out of your bike yeah i mean it's pretty much love what you do you know, and if that's what if you get older in, in life and you haven't done those things, you know, you need to chase what you like. And Hell yeah. this is this is what I've always done, and I, and I enjoy it. And you know, there's a true passion. I love it. And since we're getting close to end, does anyone else have any other questions for Michelle? I got some. Of course right. you Just do. Just get closer to the mic. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Wait, wait, wait! Whoa! Hey, I don't need your help, okay, lady? <laughs> I can do it myself. <laughs> All right. Can you put that in the form of a question, Mike? He's giving himself a blowjob. There's home oh video. We've got Michelle this home here. Video? That's how you want to end this. Like I said, you just elbow him out of the way. You got it. <laughs> oh, wait, I got a question. Can you, can you do wheelies? Very badly. <laughs> Can you wheelie my uh, my SV? No. I saw oh, a picture no. online of you doing no, a wheelie. Actually, you want to try? No, I don't have a helmet. Yuri, we, we have, have a lot yeah, of helmets. Yeah, like, I, I, got a, I got a question. Yeah, what you got? Yeah. <clears throat> what uh, What are your plans for 2016? Um, I've I've entered Pikes Peak and I'm waiting for acceptance. Oh, okay. So that's that's on the list, and I just got a. An eBay CRF 450 last night. I, dr- <gasps> I drove down to LA last nice. yesterday and picked it up. Did you get a good deal? 
screaming deal, $3,000, and the guy was retiring and threw me some wheels and tires and stuff. So that nice. Was, oh, that was cool. So and I got a whole undertaking to build a uh, supermoto bike for this year. Cool. Some pro supermoto for, for that. I'm going to try to do as much of the series as I can. I'm still working for Zanotti, so I got to... Juggle, yeah, yeah. Is, is that difficult juggling your work life with your racing life, or well, there's just enough time you could compartmentalize it? Like easy as cake, dude. <laughs> yeah, it. Well, th- this job is nonstop. Yeah, I mean, you, when you're not at work, you're thinking about work, or you're going to a race, or you're right. driving. I mean, we we work sometimes 14 hour days, and then you know, I I've had before Peoria this year. It was two in the morning. We got done. And we got in a truck and we drove to Peoria straight through. Wow. So, you know, it's it's nonstop. And in the off-season, it's not off-season because we're rebuilding everything, getting ready. But you totally like it, though, right? That's like the environment you're I, into, I love the work. You? I love yeah. the work. Sometimes I don't love the things that go around it, but I, I do love the job, and, and that's why I stick with it. Because, I cool. mean, when I, when I haven't slept, and sometimes I go, I should do something else, but I can't stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Can you, so, can um, you give us a... a um, a scoop here for the listeners and and the misfits sitting is the Zanotti racing going to stay with Harley Davidson um, power plants for 2016 or the, will they be moving to Japanese twins the, there's a couple of Japanese bikes being built they're not done yet it's it's oh. a huge undertaking um, they've been in process for three years wow. and our rider this year we have Kenny Coolbeth is going to rejoin us this year, which is awesome. Kenny's a great guy. Which got fourth in the championship yeah, this year. Yeah, he's amazing. And we have another rider that I can't say yet that you'll be finding out if you follow flat track, you'll find out in a, in a week or so. Cool. It's going to be huge, and it's it's a one-two punch. There's They're going to be first and second every week, so we're, we're really excited about that. Wow, cool. That's amazing. Yeah. So you're saying they will be on Japanese Twins in 2016? Um, it, it depends. They're, they're discussing with Harley-Davidson. So if Harley wants to jump on with money, then then we stick with the Harleys. I see. Which, is, for me, is more work. <laughs> which which would you which would you prefer, the Japanese bikes? Uh, if, if you knew how much work going to the Harleys week after week, I definitely want a Japanese. <laughs> those, those, those are, that's a 1952 motorcycle that takes ungodly yeah. amounts of work to keep it fresh. Yeah. They they wear out quick. That's pretty pretty cool. Good question. So, yeah. um, if somebody wanted to follow your racing career, what would be the best way to follow you? I'm definitely on Facebook. I, I don't have a Twitter account. I have an Instagram that I use a little bit. Yeah. And I don't have an official website because I just can't do everything. So Facebook's the easiest way for me to communicate with people. Yeah, I've been, enjoyed getting your updates of prepping, preparing for races, like pictures in the garage yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's I I enjoy checking out your Facebook. Yeah, page. I always try to put on something interesting and yep. funny when I can. What's your garage look like? Does it look like this one at all? Uh, it's a little bigger. <laughs> <laughs> she might have like actual real tools. And yeah. and <laughs> there are no tool marks stuff. on the tool marks for, for persuasion bars. Like Is it cleaner? Ooh. Oh, that's pretty it, clean right now. It, it depends what stage we're at yeah. in preparation. <laughs> it can get fairly blown up in there, and then takes a couple hours to sweep it up. Yeah, cool. you're being very nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, thank you for coming. And Yuri, thank you also for coming out, because I know that you live in this world that she races in. And for us, it's just like, I can't I'm even imagine. I'm just living in Michelle's world. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even imagine what it's like to have to be that immersed in this whole I, I 
I love motorcycling. So I'm very envious of what you've accomplished and what you're doing and what you, the fact that you've continued to keep a path doing that. I don't know how to do anything else, so I'm kind of stuck here now. Yeah, (laughs) I get it. So thank you for coming. And um, before we completely wrap up, I just wanted to make an announcement. Vaguely, you're pregnant. Yes. You may. There is a father. There's a photo of my ovary on the wall. So you need to retire that chopper. It's no. No, that's my ovary on nope. the wall. That's <laughs> not an all in this chopper. No. Um, I wanted to announce that I will be attending the AMA Vintage Motorcycle Days next July in mm. Ohio. Cool. Cool. Oh, yes. nice. You're going to fly out there and visit Phil? And, wait, I yeah, am. No, fly? Fly to, uh, what is this fly thing? Oh, yeah. I will be flying. Oh. You're going to ride down to New Orleans, too? I wanted to ride, but I don't have enough time to ride uh, there right. and then go to Disney World and then go to New Orleans and then come back. And you do don't race. have to go to Disney World. Oh, I'm throwing that in, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's my birthday party, so yeah, I'm going to have a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm going to be there. So if anyone else is interested, maybe we can all hook up or bagel. If that's something you're interested, maybe you can ride on out for that. Possibly. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing all next year. I've got all kinds of things that are pulling me all kinds of different ways. <laughs> That's why I'm planning now. Yep. And actually, speaking of upcoming rides, uh, the Vampires MC San Francisco chapter, the Kilt Ride, is oh, yeah. next week. Next week. Mm. Ooh. And we have the Naked Ride coming up January yes. 20th. Yes! Yeah. Is your bike ready? You don't yep. need any gear. He could take my cruiser. And what was what was the date on that again? Chrome's January. cold at night. <laughs> this will keep you warm. Twenty third, January twenty third, meeting right. at Recycle Garage at about seven. Yeah, Michelle, if you didn't know, it's not illegal to ride naked in Santa Cruz. Yeah, well, so we do okay. a naked ride. Yeah, I'm, I'm past. <laughs> <laughs> women, women, women don't do well on vinyl seats, <laughs> as we've learned. Ask Liza about that. <laughs> well, it is possible to put a pad or something on your seat. Saran I got, wrap. A, I got a heated Comfort. seat. Don't worry. <laughs> Saran wrap. <laughs> That's all. Every, every I'm year, the disclaimer says we have chaperones. Don't ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, Zach, you want to tell people how they can reach us you can find us online at motorcyclesmisfits.com on facebook at recycle santa cruz and send us an email at recycle motorcycle garage at gmail.com you can call and leave us a voicemail at 831-291-5112 it's almost like we rehearsed that isn't it yeah. michelle's kind of looking like this, what is happening is the first i, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to say the number two i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and be sure to order pizza Bagel! Oh, or Chinese. Bagel! I One thought day. I distracted I'm still them. waiting for pizza. One day we'll have it. Not like I could eat it anyway, but... <laughs> you guys are worthless. No, um, like what would we like people laugh. to call in and tell us this week? What they want for... What... Accessory um, yeah, they want for the their Christmas bike. Christmas wish list. Ooh, yeah, uh, that's a good one. Either isn't, email or call isn't in. Is it supposed to be the holiday wish list? So we Hol- include yes, everyone. Holiday, Hanukkah wish list. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, Festivus, yeah, the Festivus, <laughs> Festivus, Festivus wish list. Is, is this and your solstice? Is this well? Is this Krampus? Does that come around now? It's already happening. Krampus the is around yeah. the Krampus. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, call Watch us it. with your uh, Festivus gripes. <laughs> Tell us what you uh, really hate about motorcycling. There you go. <laughs> no, don't do that. Well, but yeah. your feet of strength. That might yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> motorcycle feet of strength. Yeah, there you go. People no. decorating their lawns with deer for Christmas. That's my 
Christmas gripe. Yeah. Yeah. You come around the corner and there's a freaking deer, and you're like, oh shit. That's when you turn their lawn into a flat track. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I would like somebody to contact us with. Does anyone else know of any chicks who are badder than Michelle? Probably not. Ooh. That's going to be a tough, that's a tough one. That's the challenge I throw out. What you got? Who you got? Because we got Michelle here. Yeah. I'm just saying. NorCal in the house. <laughs> <laughs> we made All it, right. Santa Cruz. We made it, baby. <laughs> no, but you got to, gotta, like, considering what's on the couch right now. Oh, I know. pretty heavy. Yeah. I know. I mean, nah, I'm losing respect. weight, so I'm, you know. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. All right. So I noticed. I think it's time to get out of here. Thanks again for everyone listening, those who have emailed us and who also have left us feedback or ratings on iTunes and Recycle on the Facebook page. We love that shit. We love Send that Send them in. <laughs> But it, give us more than two stars. It though. helps. Yeah. We're constantly having new people saying that they just discovered us and they're going back and listening to old episodes. And so by leaving feedback and ratings on iTunes, it helps other people find us. So thank you to everyone doing that. So on that note, I think we're ready to get out of here. This is Eliza. I am Zach. Kat. Adrian. Hey, this is Nock. Here's Douglas. Yuri. Michelle. Jim. Bagel. Charlie. Mike. And, and Bosley. Bosley's here, and we are out. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. cool. cool.